0: While Moses fasted for 40 days on Mount Sinai, the Lord revealed details for the construction of a tabernacle, where Israel could come and receive the keys of salvation and exaltation. The Lord commanded them to build it so he could dwell among them, and they could become holy even as he was holy. Many symbols in the book of Exodus teach us about Jesus Christ and his atoning sacrifice and how we can become holy. The dimensions and plan of the Israelites' tabernacle reflected many spiritual patterns that are also found in our Latter-day Temples. Moses told them to observe the Sabbath day and give of their substance to build the tabernacle of the congregation, which means tent of meeting. They were commanded to take from among them an offering unto the Lord, whosoever is of a willing heart and bring gold, silver, brass, blue, purple, scarlet, fine linen, goat's hair, rams, and badger skins, sheetum wood, oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, sweet incense, onyx stones, and many other things for the tabernacle. These were valuable, precious, and rare, and the Lord wanted his people to sacrifice many of the things they had been given from the Egyptians for the work. The people's hearts were stirred up, and they willingly brought offerings to the Lord for the tabernacle. Men and women brought earrings, rings, and gold, women spun cloth, and rulers brought onyx and other precious stones to be set for the ephod and breastplate. These Israelites, who had just worshipped a golden calf, broke many commandments, and now had to live a lower law, willingly gave all they had for the Lord's work. The wise men who did the work of the sanctuary told Moses that the people brought much more than was needed for the work the Lord commanded, and Moses told them not to bring any more. Bezaliel and Aholiab were called as craftsmen to use their skills to build the tabernacle and be taught by the Lord. The furniture was made from sheetum or acacia, a hardwood that took on a high polish and was covered with gold leaf. Silver, bronze, and brass were also used throughout the tabernacle, and the materials became more precious and rare in each more holier section. The Lord used a dimension for the construction called a cubit, which is the distance from your elbow to the tip of your middle finger, or about 14 to 18 inches long. The tabernacle was a symbol of our progress from being separated from God to returning into His presence. It was divided into three spaces, each holier than the other, similar to our temples today, with terrestrial, terrestrial, and celestial rooms. The outer courtyard was where the children of Israel entered to bring sacrifices. Woven hangings attached to a movable wall surrounding the tabernacle were tied down with brass stakes. Each pillar of the outer court was ringed with horizontal silver bands. The altar of burnt offerings and laver of water were located inside this court. The first room in the tabernacle was the holy place, where only priests were allowed to enter. Inside were the table of shoebread, the menorah, and the altar of incense. The inner room, or holy of holies, had a veil that divided it from the holy place. Only the high priest could enter once a year on the Day of Atonement. Inside was the Ark of the Covenant with the mercy seat. A person went through the main gate and first saw the altar of burnt offerings, or altar of sacrifice, where animals were slain and offered to the Lord. This hollow altar was a square of five cubits, three cubits tall, about seven and a half by five feet, and made of shittim wood. Overlaid with brass plates. There was a horn in each corner where the blood of the sacrificed animal was smeared, and where animals waiting to be sacrificed were sometimes tied. A person could hold on to one of these horns if they were seeking asylum and safety for any sin except for murder. Burnt offerings at the altar represented obedience and sacrifice as the first step of faith in Jesus Christ toward perfection and entering into God's presence. When Jesus visited the Nephites, he said that he had fulfilled the law of Moses, and their sacrifice would now be a broken heart and a contrite spirit. That led to baptism with fire and with the Holy Ghost. The fire in the altar represented the spiritual purification that came by the Holy Ghost. Next in line with the tabernacle was the brass laver, the priests used for washing their hands and feet before they entered the first holy room. This basin of water was made from women's looking-glasses or expensive mirrors. In the time of Solomon's permanent temple, the laver was set on the backs of twelve oxen, similar to our modern-day temple baptismal fonts. This is a similitude of the grave where the natural man is sacrificed through a broken heart and repentance, and is cleansed by the waters of baptism and the fire of the Holy Ghost. The person is then prepared to leave a telestial way of living in the world and be born into a higher state of spiritual life. Inside the holy place were three pieces of furniture. On the right was the table of shewbread, made of shittim wood and overlaid with gold. It was three feet long, 18 inches wide, and 27 inches tall, with a gold top rim and rings and staves or poles used to carry it. Gold vessels, called spoons, dishes, covers, and bowls, were made to use with it. It was named for the twelve loaves of unleavened bread put on it. This was called shoe bread, meaning the bread of faces or of the presence, because it was placed before the Lord's face or in His presence. The loaves were put in two stacks with frankincense placed in front to later burn on the altar of incense. The shoe bread was replaced each Sabbath, and the old bread was eaten by the priests. Scholars believe that wine was also placed on the table, and along with the shoe bread were a symbol of sacramental emblems. On the left was the golden candlestick. That was the source of light in the holy place. This was called a menorah in Hebrew, meaning the place of lights, and was a symbol of the true source of spiritual light, the Holy Ghost who bears witness of the Father and the Son, and gives fire, heat, and light. It had seven cup-shaped containers with consecrated pure olive oil and wicks, the number seven representing sacredness, wholeness, or perfection. Its three-foot base had knops, or ornamental balls, and was decorated with almond blossoms and flowers. Directly in front of the veil to the Holy of Holies was the Altar of Incense, this was a symbol of prayer as the rising incense represented our prayers rising to god and the only way we can approach his presence it was made of shittim wood covered with gold with rings and staves to carry it hot coals were placed on the altar and a priest burned incense every morning and evening suggesting our prayer should be influenced by the holy ghost inside of the holy of holies was the most sacred object in the tabernacle, the Ark of the Covenant, also called the Ark of the Testimony. It was a large box made of fine wood overlaid with pure gold. Inside were a pot of manna, Aaron's rod that budded and grew almonds, and the stone tablets were the commandments that Moses brought down from Mount Sinai. The lid was made of pure gold, with two cherubim, or angels, on top, and was called the Mercy Seat, where God communed with Moses. The veil separating the holy place from the most holy place also had cherubim, symbolizing that we pass by angels on our way to exaltation. When the Israelites rebelled and lost their right to the higher priesthood, the Lord gave them the Levitical or Aaronic priesthood to prepare them to receive the Melchizedek priesthood. Priests now represented and reminded them of the Savior's atoning sacrifice, and Exodus chapter 39 tells the pattern and symbols of their holy garments. The ephod was a blue, purple, and scarlet apron, with gold thread that was fastened at each shoulder and with an intricately woven band around the waist. Onyx stones engraved with the names of the twelve sons of Israel were placed on each shoulder as a memorial for the priest to carry Israel on his shoulders. These materials were rare, precious, and valuable, just as those who bear the priesthood set themselves apart from the world to serve him and help others prepare to come into God's presence. The breastplate of judgment was made of the same fabric and attached to the ephod with gold chains and fasteners. When folded, it became an exact square, and could hold the Urim and Thummim, meaning lights and perfections. These two special seer stones, or interpreters, used by Aaron, were different than the Urim and Thummim Joseph Smith used, which was also used by the brother of Jared. On the upper half of the breastplate were precious stones, inscribed with the names of each of the twelve tribes of Israel. The priest bore the names of the children of Israel in the breastplate of judgment upon his heart for a memorial before the Lord continually. Priests wore a one-piece woven robe without seams that signified wholeness or spiritual integrity, and Jesus wore a similar garment before his crucifixion. It was dark blue and represented the heavenly origin and character of the high priest's office. Along the hem were bells that would jingle alternating with fringes woven to look like pomegranates. The miter was a cap made of fine linen worn by each priest. In front was a golden band engraved with the words Holiness to the Lord that signified this should be an attribute of the priest and that Christ was the great high priest who was perfectly holy before God. The phrase Holiness to the Lord is now engraved on every temple. When the tabernacle was finished, Aaron and his sons had sacred ordinances administered to them and were then prepared to officiate in the tabernacle ordinances. Moses and the children of Israel did all the Lord had commanded, and the tabernacle was covered with a cloud and the glory of the Lord. When the cloud was taken up, they continued on their journey. The tabernacle and its court were very sacred places to teach the Israelites through symbols a pattern for how to return to God. They were intended to move from the outer court to the more holy inner rooms and see the symbols and decoration become more ornate as they progress toward perfection, and finally enter the Holy of Holies and God's presence. The fullness of the priesthood endowment was withheld because they rebelled and sinned, and now priests acted for them through the lesser order of the Levitical or Aaronic priesthood. We now have holy temples that teach us what we need to know and do to return to live with Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. And this is Exodus chapters 35-40 through 40 in the Old Testament. Look for hidden images located throughout the video. You can download a coloring page and activity puzzles for each section on Etsy at PonderFun. Visit our new PonderFund.com website and Facebook page to find more fun things to do and you can listen to these as a podcast. Please like and share these videos with anyone you think might enjoy them. Also, please subscribe to this PonderFun YouTube channel, and you'll be notified whenever I make new videos. Thanks again for watching, and find some time this week to ponder.